You are listening to the Shadow Network with KP Ready, your gateway to innovation in architecture, engineering, construction, and real estate, with a sprinkle of startups that are making a difference in between. Check us out on YouTube at Shadow Partners. Never miss a live stream, fireside chat, or talk that we got going on with the industry's most interesting innovators and leaders every single week. You can connect with KP Ready and other innovators in the AEC and CRE industry in the Shadow Partners community. Go to bit.ly slash Shadow Partners community to learn more today. All it takes is a few clicks for you to make a difference. Welcome to the future. And welcome to the Shadow Network with KP Ready. Hey, welcome back. I'm joined again today by KP Reddy. If you're not following him on LinkedIn, you should. You'll find him at K period P period Reddy, R-E-D-D-Y. And uh, this is Unpacking KP. The reason that KP and I get together every week to do this is because I'm often scrolling through his posts and I think, wow, that's that's really inspirational. That's really insightful. Or boy, that's going to stir the pot. Um, and I want to know. Right? What inspired this post? What was KP thinking as he was typing this post? So KP, thanks for joining me this morning to unpack another post. Great to be here. Okay, so I ran across this one. It's already got great engagement on it, so I think we ought to talk about it. And it begins like this. A big part of a VC's job is being on boards. I'm on quite a few. That's what KP says. He's on quite a few. The reputation you build as a board member is more important than you think. When founders ask me about another venture firm or corporate VC investing in a round, the impression of that firm is based and biased by my experience with a person that has been representing that firm on the board. As many of you know, uh, or I'm sorry, as many of you that know me know that the goal is always to be critical pragmatic, and kind. Still working really hard on that last one when a board member isn't adding value to or to a portfolio company. So that, that's the way that that post starts. And I think that's fascinating as we, we start to understand why you in particular serve on boards, um, you know, your own reasoning, but then what you bring to and what you think others ought to bring to a board situation. So uh, help me unpack this. What what inspired this, and uh, why did you think that? Uh, why did you feel that you needed to post about it? Yeah, so um, I serve on probably a dozen boards at this point, and in the past, I've served on public company boards, including my own. And the frustration has been when strategic investors. So these are investors that invest in a startup, they're part of a large public company, multi-billion dollar entity, are on a board. And by the way, they're taking up a slot, right? That's a slot of uh, opportunity that um, they show up and they treat it like the board meetings that they know. Let's go over financials. Let's go over The reality is in startup world, one, the financials and the board packet has been sent ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's questions, discrepancies, et cetera, they're very simple financials. I can pick apart a startup's financials in under 15 minutes. It's like, it's not a lot there, right? 
Um, so you're just looking for for key indicators around burn rate and margins and growth. And so it's, it's pretty easy, right? It's not hard. Um, the whole point of getting together besides the decorum to approve stock option plans and the perfunctory administrative tasks is really to work with the founder to troubleshoot in, in a way that it's team ball. Oh, we have five board members here. Hey, founder, what do you see as your headwinds? What are the issues? Sometimes it's like coaching them. This might be their first CEO job. So they're dealing with all kinds of personalities and issues associated with growth or whatever. So you're there to really troubleshoot. And what I've noticed is a lot of these kind of corporates, they just sit on the board call. They don't really provide any insights. They're woefully ill-prepared. They're prepared about reviewing the financials and the things that they know. They're prepared about reviewing the stock options and approving those, but they don't really have the kind of the experience to offer a lot more. And then when the founder, you know, one of the biggest things we do on boards is troubleshoot things and make introductions. And, and one of the things is people think introductions to customers. It's not always introductions to customers. Sometimes it's introductions to someone in our network that can help give them insights on a pricing model because maybe they're having a pricing strategy. Maybe their marketing tactics are struggling and they need a refresh. So, hey, my friend's the chief marketing officer at XYZ Company. They can probably give you 30 minutes to help you, you know, will do a favor for me uh, and give you some insights. Or here's my friend who's a leader in robotics and a CTO. He might be able to help you with some of those. You know, so, so, so that's the job. And I see so many... The corporate VCs, I kind of think are, it's fairly predictable. It's not their background, right? They're a little bit of fish out of water. And the best thing they can do is ask good questions and learn. And, you know, uh, and what, what I get frustrated is if they're just sitting there quietly going, uh-huh, versus like, hey, what does that mean? What are we thinking about that? Like, I don't know that. Like, being be intellectually curious, cur curious have you, happy to have you on uh, as a peer on a board. Totally love that. I also like having beard board members that I can learn from that bring something to the table that I don't know. I don't claim to know everything. Um, and unfortunately, on startup boards, it's really few and far between. And then then you have angels that maybe, I don't know, like made money in dry cleaning or something or just rich. And they wrote a check and they decided they want to be on the board to protect their money. Um, and they had no value. In fact, they say crazy things. They say crazy things on board calls. And it's just a massive distraction. And like I said, that last word kind, I'm really trying to be direct and pragmatic and be kind. But sometimes, man, these folks just drive me insane. I can't help it. You know, it's like you have a dry cleaner. Just be quiet. <laughs> right. Like you don't understand. Um, and so th so those are the two that I, I leave room for to say, hey, it's a learning experience. Please ask me questions. Please ask the founder questions, right? You have your own set of experience and accomplishments, but this is a different sport. You know, you're great at you're great at cross-country skiing. Love it. You've run a $10 billion company. Fantastic. This is downhill skiing. And to date me, if you ever watch the opening of Wide World of Sports, that's the sport that we play in VC and founder world, right? Um, the so, agony of defeat. Yeah, the agony of defeat. That's where we live in that uh, construct. Um, go Google it, kids. 
Um, exactly. So. <laughs> There's some people that are they're full into the magic Google box at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but the the third category of board members that I just am so unapologetic about are other VCs because this is their job. This is what they're there for. This is why we're there is to provide the support. I've seen VCs call into board calls, not turn their camera on because they're in the car. They're, they uh, last minute can't make it because they had something else come up. Um, I've seen some that just kind of, if the founders, if the startup's not doing well, they kind of give up. And I just think that is like practically criminal. You're an investor. You're, I mean, if I recorded this behavior, because all of us are playing with other people's money, right? We have limited partners. I feel like if I recorded some of these board calls and sent these videos to their limited partners, their limited partners would take their money from them. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely terrible. And so those are the people that I'm very unforgiving about. So when that same VC, one of my founders is like, hey, we have a couple term sheets. One of them's from this fund. I'm like, no, no, not those people. Now, the unfortunate thing about that is my bias is towards a single experience from one board member. It's not the firm. The firm could be fantastic. But unfortunately, my bias is, is tracking to this one person. And so I think venture capital firms get so focused on deal sourcing and all this other stuff and due diligence. But once you make the investment, that's when the work starts. One of the things that we do, um, being a young firm, right, we're not a big established firm, is me and uh, the other partners, we get together and we talk about the board meetings. And I will ask, like, hey, did you ask this? Hey, did you think about this? Like, what do we need to do here? Um, I think we came out of a board meeting. I, I called you and, and Ian on our team. I was like, hey, these, this person, they're behind. They need a bunch of introductions. Can you guys just make like 20 introductions for them this week? And give them some juice. Give them some, because those introductions are not necessarily just revenue potential. It's encouragement to a founder that's feeling like they're behind, right? Hey, guys, jump in and row the boat with them a little bit. You know, go go put the power the power the engine on the back of that rowboat he's rowing, and let's let's put let's get it going right. And so I think that's all the important stuff that I feel like a lot of VCs they throw a junior person on the board, and I'm not there to teach them. They're there to contribute. These founders are betting everything to be successful, and I think it's just disrespectful to to throw a young. Uh, a young a young person at a venture firm or inexperienced venture firm. And unfortunately, the power dynamic is such they can't really even complain. They can't even say, hey, your board member at your firm you know, from your firm isn't cutting it. I need someone new. Unfortunately, sometimes I have to be that. I have to call the partners and say, like, hey, what's going on with that person? Like they what's going on in their personal life that they are always so busy. This is very important. So that was where that came from. Yeah, you know, we're so as we're recording this, we recorded another conversation earlier, and we were, you know, to to sum it up in, in just a couple of words, we were basically talking about relationships, right? And it strikes me as you're explaining this, you know, every one of these seats on the board has a potential value to it, and it comes down to human beings. 
human beings and relationships and the value that that you you can bring i can bring whoever whoever it is that's sitting on that board and and it's i i think we lose that sometimes we spend a lot of time talking about tech emerging tech innovation etc but it's still it's still about somewhere it's still about the human beings and i as you describe this and sort of you know uh i don't know what what image i want here but but you're you're planting the flag on the mountain it's like hey we've got to be more human we have to um we we have to do better by our startup founders i think that's hopefully that's a great call to action for people that are out there listening to this that are are on boards or maybe contemplating uh, being on boards and and uh, and maybe it even sets expectations on the founder side. Yeah. Like you said, you know, it can be hard. It can be hard. Hey, this isn't working so well. This person isn't working so well for me. Is there is there somebody else that can help me better? Yeah, um, we're, you know, we're on Jeff, the team. As we're thinking about this too, and as we think about some of the workshops that we like to put on, you know, maybe we need to do a like a six week workshop on how to be a startup board member. Interesting. Yeah. Because I think, you know, the challenge is even, even even like yourself, right? Some startup might say, Hey, Jeff, I really like you. Could use your help. Man, Mm -hmm. would you be on my board? I'll kick you a couple of stock options. And you might be inclined to say, Well, I can be helpful. I like what they're doing. They're going to kick me a couple of stock options. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. But you've never done it. Right. Like it's a big responsibility. It's not just, you know, um, I always say, like, we're messing with people's lives. We're messing with people's lives here. And so I think, you know, that's something we should think about is maybe doing a workshop on how to be a great startup board member. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea because it becomes a chicken and egg problem, right? It's like, I've never done it. I might, yeah. I might bring a lot of value to that, but I've got to learn how to do it. You know, yeah. So how, how do I learn how to do it? So yeah. we'll, we will add that one. We have long lists and <laughs> um, KP and I were talking about this yesterday. I think it was the the whiteboards and the glass boards are starting to look like a beautiful mind <laughs> around here. So, <laughs> so somehow, somehow we'll fit that on a, on a board somewhere. I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. KP, thanks for helping me unpack this particular uh, post. I think it is important because it's, it is a piece of all of these startups, all of these portfolio companies. And again, if you've been listening and going, what post are you talking about? Well, follow KP ready on LinkedIn, K period, P period, ready, R-E-D-D-Y on LinkedIn and look for the post that starts out. A big part of a VC's job is being on boards. I'm on quite a few. The reputation you build as a board member is more important than you think. And it goes on from there. We've just spent a little bit of time here with KP ready, unpacking this, letting me inside, uh, helping me understand what he was thinking about, what inspired him to, uh, uh, post this particular message on LinkedIn. So KP, as always, thank you for unpacking this with me and for everybody that's out there listening. We appreciate you listening. Keep listening. We'll be back again with another unpacking KP. Thank you for tuning in to another episode on the shadow network here with KP ready. As always, remember you can connect with KP and other innovators in the AEC and CRE industry in the shadow partners community. Go to bit.ly slash shadow partners community to find out more today. Until next time, 